said in Noah lived after the flood 350 years. And all the days of Noah were 950 years and he died. I'm interested in the phrase in verse 28 tonight, and Noah lived after the flood. Noah lived after the flood. You can be seated tonight. Thank you for standing. Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we come to you weak and frail in voice and in body, and Lord, in so many other ways tonight. And Father, I pray this evening you'd make us strong in the spirit and in our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Hide us behind the cross in the Word of God tonight. And may the things you've laid upon our heart to say and to preach and to deliver, Lord, to this church and this preacher and these families that are here tonight. Lord, I pray it would be sufficient, Lord, for the hour and the season of life and ministry and family, Lord, that they're in, Lord, in this very hour. And I pray tonight, Lord, you'd give us hope as our dear brother sang a moment ago. Lord, it'll be worth it after all. Lord, we're glad that, Lord, it's a, it's a blessed life being a child of God now. Lord, to be able, Lord, to know that we talk to you today. You talk back to us, Lord. Thank you for these good songs tonight. Lord, I pray now help us, Lord, in the, in the, the preaching and gathering around the word of God. Lord, we'll bless you for what you do in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. The life of Noah can be divided into two segments. Chapter 6 and 7 are probably the more familiar chapters and segment of Noah's life. I call that Noah before the flood. Noah before the flood. He lives in a wicked day, a around a generation that God looked down and said that uh, they had grieved his heart so because the thoughts and imagination of his heart uh, was only evil continually before the Lord. And, uh, and Noah lived in the midst of all that trash and all that nasty and, and all that evil and all that wickedness and no doubt it came with ridicule and reproach and uh, it came with a lot of, lot of negativity that Noah, Noah lived in the midst of a wicked culture and a wicked society. And we understand those days prior to the flood, Noah's life before the flood, uh, that that is relevant to you and I. For Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah when they were eating and drinking and, and uh, marrying and giving in marriage, that... That is the signs that we'll see come to pass in the last days just before the Lord Jesus comes again. We're living, I believe, in those days, days of evil, days of wickedness, days that are contrary to everything that God has said is holy and is right. And uh, we're living in those days that rival that of Noah's life before the flood. The, the Bible said in the midst of all that, Noah remained faithful. And Noah was a man that was perfect in his generations. And Noah was a just man, and that Noah was a man that walked with God. I want to say this evening, I'm not preaching on Noah before the flood, but I do want to say tonight, I'm glad that we can still live for God in a wicked generation. We don't have to go downstream with everybody else. 
uh, we can walk with God, we can arise to the occasion and be faithful to what we know to be true, and we can live a just life in the midst of an unholy world. And so we find Noah before the flood. But in our verses tonight, and in particular chapter number 8 and chapter number 9, deal with Noah after the flood. Uh, after the flood, the Bible said in our text, Noah lived after the flood 350 years. And so he lived after the flood. And we want to deal with that tonight, but uh, maybe we could for a moment pause and consider that between these two segments of Noah's life before the flood and after the flood, uh, we find that Noah encountered a storm. This storm tonight is in reality the biggest and most destructive storm that has ever been in human history. Ain't ever been a storm like what Noah had to go through. Uh, nobody's ever sailed through troubled seas like Noah did. Nobody's seen uh, the amount of lightning and heard the thunder crash the way that Noah did. And so Noah felt the winds blow against him. He felt the flood waters rise underneath him. And no doubt, no doubt that storm, that storm was uh, the greatest of human history, but it represents tonight uh, to you and me the greatest of storms even in our own life. Uh, that, uh, that our lives are lived before floods and storms and after floods and storms have and through floods and storms. I heard Brother Joe Arthur preaching. It's been, Brother Shane, probably 25 years ago now, and uh, nobody can preach on storms like Brother Joe can. And uh, he made the statement in his message. He said, he said, you're either in a storm or you're coming out of a storm or you're getting ready to go into a storm. And uh, I don't know about you, that doesn't really help me a whole lot, amen, because what he's saying is life's going to be made up of storms. There's always going to be one on the horizon. There's always going to be one in the rearview mirror. And uh, chances are, and good chances are, uh, according to Brother Joe's statistics, 33.5% of the time, uh, you're going to be in a storm in your life. And, uh, and so we consider that tonight that uh, sometimes we're sailing through storms that maybe we would say they're the greatest of our life. I want to say this evening that, that in the life of Noah, this greatest storm of his life, his greatest storm of human history, uh, that the storm that destroyed everything in its path is what God enabled Noah to survive. Uh, Noah was not slain in the storm. Noah didn't drown in the storm. Uh, Noah didn't go under in the storm. Uh, God had given provisions and God had made a means whereby his child would be kept safe through the storm. How do we know that? Because the Bible said Noah lived after the flood. Uh, what, uh, what killed everybody else around him, uh, God brought him safely through so that it can be said that Noah lived after the flood. I'm glad tonight I'm here this evening at having sailed through a lot of storms and 
and been through a lot of floods and been through a lot of rains and, and been through a lot of hardships, but I'm glad tonight uh, that what maybe has destroyed others, God has brought me through. And I'm a living tonight, I'm living after the flood. Uh, Noah lived after the flood. This statement, uh, this statement, Noah lived it. Uh, it means to be alive or to have been kept alive. Amen. That God kept him alive through uh, what looked like would have killed him. It didn't make no sense build a boat in them days. Uh, it didn't make any sense that you could build such a large vessel. They didn't even understand the concept of rain and, and floods and all that was getting ready to happen. And yet Noah being faithful to the word of God and obedient to what God had revealed, uh, that God through his obedience and faith, uh, that God kept him alive. Amen. God made a way that Noah could live uh, not only in the storm and through the storm, but and he could have a testimony after the flood and Noah lived. This word lived, it represents or gives a sense of flourishing, reviving, healing, and keeping an object safe, not from the danger, uh, but through and in the danger. Amen. Noah lived after the flood. Had God brought a flourishing to his life again? Had God brought a reviving to him again? Had God gave him healing again? Had all of this was after the storm winds had ceased to blow? After all the rains had ceased to fall? After all the floods had ceased to rise? And God removed the storm out of Noah's life uh, that the Lord brought a healing to Noah and Noah lived after the flood. He didn't die in the flood. He didn't die after the flood. He didn't have a funeral service when the storm was over. Uh, they didn't have to speak of Noah so he had lived in yesterday. Uh, that Noah lived after the flood. God gave him a revival after the flood. Uh, God gave him a flourishing after the flood. And God gave him a healing. I'm glad we serve a God uh, that enables, I don't know if this is making any sense tonight, uh, but Brother Shane, I'm glad that he allows us uh, to go on living through and after our storms. Amen. Noah lived after the flood. And so we're preaching tonight on Noah lived after the flood or, or maybe this thought tonight for just a few minutes and I really mean that uh, on this thought tonight on life after your storm. Life after your storm. I guess we need to say tonight, hey amen, you may be in a storm, but just hang on a little while. Hey amen, because if you're in a storm, Brother Joe said 25 years ago, hey amen, you're coming out of that storm. One thing, every storm, every kind of storm you can imagine, there's snow storms and rain storms and tornado storms and hurricane storms and and wind storms, all kinds of storms we could encounter tonight, but one thing every storm has in combat. Uh, they may, some may last longer than others, and some may be more dangerous than others. And one thing every storm I'm trying to get to tonight has in combat, and that is every storm has an end. Every storm, my friend, blows out. Uh, what blows in, 
one day will cease to be. And you'll come to the end of your storm. And what a blessing when you lift your hands and say, by the good grace of God, I'm able to live after my storm. Life after the storm. Noah lived. What kind of life did Noah live after the flood? Let me say number one tonight. Noah lived a life of worship. I wish I had a voice to preach tonight. I'd scream it out as loud as I could. Look with me back in Genesis chapter number eight. The winds have ceased to blow. Noah is now been commanded of the Lord to bring forth uh, 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 with thee every living thing that is with thee of all flesh. God is sending them out of the ark in verse number 16. Uh, Go forth of the ark, thou and thy wife, and thy sons and thy sons' wives with thee. And so he's going to be set free out of that ark after the flood, after the storm. And notice the first thing that Noah did in verse number 20. And Noah built an altar unto the Lord. And the first thing he did was not run down try to find a Walmart or a Dollar General. Y'all know after the flood there's at least one Dollar General around somewhere. Amen. They're everywhere, praise God. And he didn't go, my friend, he didn't go... Uh, carve him out a ball bat or form him a ball glove. Uh, he, my friend, the first thing he desired to do uh, was to build an altar and worship the God that he had been living for before the flood and the God he loved in the midst of the flood and the God that brought him through the flood. And now after the flood, Noah lived a life of worship. I think about Noah being in that storm on that ark. Uh, No doubt, no doubt tonight. Uh, As far as the way he knew to worship God in bringing a sacrifice, offerings to an altar, uh, that that Noah at best his worship life uh, was confined on the ark in the midst of that storm. He couldn't worship God like he wanted to. He couldn't, my friend, build an altar and have fires on a pole. Uh, But my friend, when he come out of the flood and he come out of the storm, the first thing Noah said, I want to catch up on is worshiping God. You imagine what that first worship service must have been like and God turned him loose out of the flood. Uh, That my friend, all the the confinements were gone and all the restrictions were gone and all the burdens were rolled away. Uh, Then Noah was able to finally build an and worship God like he once did prior to the flood. You say, preacher, I'm in a storm. I I don't feel like I can worship God. I don't feel like I can give it all to him like I once could. Well, give what you can. But understand one of these days, the storm's going to come to an end. And you're going to be able on the other side and after the flood uh, to worship your God again. It'll be sweet again. And it may be sweeter than it's ever been. It may be more exciting than it's ever been. It may be more real than it's ever been. Amen. I'm glad on the other side of the storm uh, that God lets us live a life of worship. 
Amen. I don't know about you. I hate to admit it tonight, but if I'm being transparent, there's been some times I had to fake it till I made it. Amen. I'm one of these guys. There's been a few times. Uh, maybe I uh, walked in the house of God with an old sour look on my face, bogged down and burdened out. Uh, but for the most part, but shame, we try to, amen, put a big boy smile on her face and we'll try to raise her hand and we do and we, we really mean it as much as we can. But if the truth were told, we're in the midst of a storm at, and lowering the snake's belly. Amen, all we, there's been days, all I want to do is crawl under a pew somewhere Amen. And weep and cry. Amen. But I'm glad I've been through enough storms to know if you hang on a little while and sail on a little while, child of God, and trust the Lord to get you through your storm. And after that storm's over, you'll be able to worship God again. Amen. Heaven will come down and glory will fill your soul. Amen. I'm glad. Listen, it wasn't just formality for Noah. After the flood, when he worshiped God again, the Bible said in verse 21, and the Lord smelled a sweet savor. And the Lord said, God gave him a word in the midst of his worship after the storm. It had been a little while. It had been a little while through that storm before Noah had heard from God in a long time. Amen. But when he come out on the other side after the flood, uh, after the flood, no one lived after the flood. He lived a life of worship. Uh, you may feel confined, but the day's going to come, child of God. Hey, dear sister of the Lord, there's coming a day you're going to worship again without restraint. Oh, dear brother, hang on. The day's going to come and God's going to kick out the confinement and you're going to raise your hand hey, and it ain't just going to be forcing yourself. Uh, but my friend, you're going to know what it is uh, to have liberty to live a life of worship again. Noah lived a life of worship. Number two, after the flood, Noah lived a life of blessing. I like chapter number nine, verse number one. And God blessed Noah. When did he bless him? He blessed him after the flood. I know he blessed him before the flood. I know we can argue tonight he blessed him in the flood. He did keep him safe after all. Met every need. There was enough on that ark uh, sufficient for the amount of time Noah's going to be in that in that boat and sail through that storm. At, and all that storm demanded, God made sure that there's enough su sufficiency uh, to get him through the other side. Uh, but after the flood was over and after the storm winds had, uh, destroyed everything in its path. Uh, the Bible said, and God blessed Noah. I'm glad the Lord's able to bless again after the storm. Amen. When the storms took off and carried all your money with it. And when the storm, my friend, has come through and carried church members out the door. And the storm has come against you. And my friend has robbed you of maybe things that were dear to your heart. I'm glad after the storm's over, God has a way of growing things again. Amen. He'll send the money that you need. He'll send the people back in. 
in the door. He'll send the touch of God to bless you. Uh, after in the storm, no one lived a life of blessing. Amen. I'm glad tonight I told you, I told you last night, testified last night of things that the Lord has done in our life, things we've seen in our ministry. And uh, it's just the way the ministry is. There are battles and burdens, but I'm glad uh, that the Lord knows how to send the blessing right on time. Amen. He lived a life of blessing. The Bible said in verse number seven, here's what the Lord said, and you be ye fruitful and multiply it. Bring forth abundantly in the earth and multiply therein. In verse number 18, the Bible said, The sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem and Ham and Japheth. Verse number 19, these are the three sons of Noah. And of them was the whole earth overspread. You know what that means? Amen. The blessing God put on Noah in that day after the flood was over. You know what's going on all these near uh, 5,000 years later? Uh, blessings God gave to Noah. We're a part of that. Amen. We're here tonight because God blessed Noah after the flood. And God let him uh, multiply. And God let him be fruitful. And they began to overspread to the place uh, that in little redneck land from South Carolina tonight. Uh, the blessings of God are still manifest here uh, because God allowed Noah to be blessed after the flood. Hey, Amen. You don't know. Hey, you don't know. You don't know. You can focus in tonight on all the people that have been carried away in the flood. All the people that have died in the storm. Hey, amen. I choose tonight by the grace of God uh, to focus in on the blessings after the flood. I'm glad God's been good to me. Hey, amen. I've lost friends. I, I've had things ripped from my family. My ministry's gone through some floods. And I'm glad I can come tonight with what little voice I have. I wish I had it. I wish I had it tonight. I'm glad I can say this evening and I know the God of blessing that, that can bless after the storm. Amen. Amen. He, he can cause seeds to grow into multiple fields of fruit and bounty. Amen. He can send a crop. He can grow a crop and bring you to harvest time. I'm glad this evening from Noah, Noah lived after the flood. He lived a life of blessing. Number three. We say this evening Noah lived a life of promise. After the flood, Noah lived a life of promise. We all love the story of Noah, this part of the story of Noah. And after the flood was over, he's off the ark, he's worshiping, he's blessed, he, he's multiplying, he's enjoying the fruitfulness of God in his life. And things are abundant in his life and then God comes down and he begins to converse with Noah and he makes a promise to Noah and he'll never do to the earth again what he's just done in Noah's life. We know the story of the bow that he would sit in the sky 
and we, we look at the rainbow in this shire. I know the LGBTQ, XYZ alphabet people have tried to take the rainbow and pervert it and, and attach it to evil and abomination. Uh, but tonight we know the rainbow is God's shine in the sky. Uh, that God had made a promise to a child of God and he brought through a flood and through a storm uh, and gave a promise to that and he would never destroy the earth by flood and water and storm again. Amen. Amen. It was after the flood that that God made this promise. My, My point is this tonight, that God has more promises for us after the storm. Amen. God made some promises Amen. Really, God made some commandments and God gave some instruction before the flood and Noah was obedient and Noah by faith followed what God had told him to do. I don't know that he understood how a big old boat was going to float and something God said was a flood. Uh, But I know this, Noah obeyed God and according to Hebrews 11 and verse number 7, uh, that Noah did all that by faith. He prepared an ark uh, by faith to the saving of his house. And my friend knowing what a man of faith that he was, uh, but because he was obedient and because he believed God on the other side of the storm, uh, Noah was able to have the promises of God spoken into his life. Amen. Now here's the point I want to give you. If you're there in Genesis 9, look in verse number 17. And God said unto Noah, This is the token of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is upon the earth. Wrote it down this way. On the other side of the storm, Noah had some tokens Amen. Some promises, some tokens of promise that God had given him. And it didn't matter, my friend, what raindrops would fall in days to come. Amen. Others, others having heard of the flood in time to come. Uh, maybe when the rain and a big rainstorm would come. Uh, maybe there'd be a little fear and trepidation in their heart. Uh, Noah could reach in his pocket and pull out a token that said, Had God made me a promise? Amen. God made me some promises. Uh, then he'd do this and he'd not do that. I'm glad on the other side of the storm, friend, we can live a life of promise and know that God has put some things in our heart and we can trust God to do. Amen. Amen. Noah lived a life of worship and a life of blessing and a life of promise. Last of all and I'm done. Amen. Somebody write this down in the Guinness Book of World Records. Brother Ledbetter didn't preach an hour. Amen. Number four, Noah lived a life of grace. A life of grace. Noah before the flood in an evil world, the Bible said of him, didn't say that he was sinless, but it did say he was perfect. Far as his generation was concerned, if they wanted to see what a child of God was supposed to look like and live like, they could find it in the life of Noah. And in a wicked environment, Noah was faithful to God. 
and on the other side the flood in a world purged from all that evil. And all of that sin, we read of a tragedy in the life of Noah. Out of all the things that Noah would grow, one of the things would be a vineyard. And that vineyard is grapes. And we know uh, the story of Noah and how. Uh, how many took those grapes from the vineyard. And the Bible said in verse 21, he drank of the wine and was drunk at. And in the midst of that drunken stupor there, I believe, and there's some debate about it, I'll let Brother Shane straighten it all out after I'm gone. But uh, there's a perverted act that happened uh, while Noah was in this drunken state. Noah, I believe we can say tonight, had greater failures after the flood than he had before the flood. Amen. Noah made greater mistakes and it looks like lived in greater sin. By the way, it's still a sin to drink. Amen. So I said, well, it ain't a sin to drink. It's a sin to get drunk. How do you think you get drunk? You get drunk by taking a drink. Amen. And uh, we understand the name that, that Noah has made a bad decision. Now he's in sin and his own son is sinned against him in the midst of his own sin. Now I'm glad this evening, I'm glad this evening there was grace for Noah after the flood. Amen. The Bible said in Genesis chapter number 6 and verse number 8, that Noah knew grace before the flood. And in the midst of all the sin around Noah, going on around Noah, and that wicked culture, the Bible said, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Amen. In the midst of a world of sin, God looked down and gave grace to the man named Noah. And he wasn't, he wasn't a part of all that sin. He wasn't a part of their drunkenness and their immorality and their idolatry and their abomination. But he found grace to keep him out of that sin. My friend, in a purge world with none of that around, he wasn't a bar room or a hokey talk. Hey man, this town, we know there's a sin nature in every one of us and Noah in a world purged from sin uh, still messed it up because he had a sin nature in himself. So what Noah knew uh, by way of grace before the flood, after the flood, Noah would need more grace upon his life. And I say after the flood, ain't it amazing after you've come through some things, if you're not careful, you'll be run thinking you're running so well. Then our pride, you know what the Bible said, pride go up before destruction. Haughty spirit before a fall. I've had plenty of times I've fallen and messed up and I'll just be blunt. I hope it's okay to use the word. There's some days I've been stupid. I've done some things or thought some things or reacted ways that after the flood was sin to my life. You know what I'm glad for? After the flood, there's still grace. Amen. They ain't just grace before the flood. They ain't just ain't grace in the flood. They was still grace for Noah after the flood. 
Amen. How you think you got in Hebrews 11, 6. Amen. God made sure that, that we knew something about knowing later on. And he's listed it in several places along uh, with some of the greatest men of the word of God. Why? Because it's a testimony that, that no one lived a life of grace after the flood. Amen. What are you saying? I'm just simply saying Whatever's going on in your life before the storm and in the storm, you'll never drain all the grace of God out. You'll never run it all out. There'll still be grace. There'll still be grace. Amen. To cleanse us, grace to restore us, grace to strengthen us, grace to set us back on the straight and narrow, grace. Amen. To sustain us. And my friend, to help us finish the life that God has for us to live. I don't know if this helped you tonight. My simple thought is this. Noah lived after the flood. So many tonight think in the midst of their storm that they'll never live another day. But Noah lived some pretty good days. In fact, Bible said he lived 350 years after the flood. That's a long time. Amen. You imagine maybe there's some days on Noah thought, I wonder if this is going to kill me. It didn't kill him. Noah lived after the flood. This evening, can we just can we just pause and think whatever maybe you're going through or have been through, you're wondering what in the world is going to happen. And I tell you tonight, there's a flourishing, there's a reviving, there's a healing. There's a keeping, there's a blessing, there's a promise, there is grace. You will get to worship again. Amen, amen. Meeting, let's just be on, y'all, I know y'all well enough, I can just get real with you. Meeting February's different than this year than it's been in years gone by. Can I tell you tonight, you know what I see when I look ahead? Amen, it may be next February this place is packed out again. Amen. It may be. It may not be next February. I, I'm just believing God after the storm and after the flood, yeah. brother Shane. After after a while, Amen. I, oh, praise God! I can yeah. see people in the pews. I can see people you ain't ever seen before with their hands raised and singing with all their might. Amen. Why? Because we have a God that specializes in letting us live after the storm is gone. I refuse to have a survival mentality when we have a God who can give revival. I'm a trusting God. Landrum Independent Baptist Church needs to trust God for that. Brother Ledbetter's got to trust God for that. Calvary Baptist Tabernacle in Newport, we're trusting God for that, that our God will let us live and have revival and see the blessings of God fall like they've never fell before. Noah lived after the flood, life after your storm. That's as good as I can do tonight, preacher. I hope that's a help. I know it ain't deep, but it, it has encouraged me today. You can, you can, you will survive what you're going through, but you're not just going to survive. God has great days ahead for you.